And now, the F1 in Pubs podcast. If you like the show, tweet at F1 in Pubs. And now, please welcome Manish Patel and Paul Hadsley. Hello, and welcome to the F1 in Pubs cast for Japan. Now, my name's Paul Hadsley, as ever. I can confess now what you can, what you can hear as I milk it a bit, are my footsteps. As I'm walking towards the upper bar, um, what you can't hear is any kind of Formula One noise, engines and such, or a pub. I'm doing this on the move because, sadly, I have missed the start of the Japanese Grand Prix. It is about 20 past seven. I've been following via the Twitter sphere, and uh, all I know is uh, there's some sort of incident. Oh dear, I can't hardly walk. I'm trying to rush there and get towards uh, the location. You can sense it in my voice. You can hear it in my footsteps. But yes, I've missed. Uh, it's the worst thing in the world for a Formula One fan. There's Formula One happening, and I'm not seeing it. But all I've heard through the Twitter sphere and such, and you're welcome to tweet in at F1 in pubs or use the hashtag F1 in pubs. Or tweet me to get on the hashtag, oh, this is boring stuff, I need to get there. I'm wasting your time and mine. But the point is, I'm missing the start. I found out that there's been a start crash. And certain drivers are in, certain drivers are out. I am pegging it to the place. I am so desperate to get to this Formula 1. What I'm going to do is, let me just give you information on me. I have been up all night watching Bathurst, so I'm going to be already a bit zany. And now I'm legging it across Birmingham. People say legging it anymore? Is that an old fashioned thing? Anyway, I've been up all night and I'm zany and I'm running across Birmingham to try and get me some Formula One action and I'm missing it. So, we'll get me into the pub, I'm very nearly there. We'll get me admonished for missing the start. I'll get an update from whoever's there about what I've missed and then we'll get straight to the, uh, the post race reaction where probably there'll be more admonishing of me. But yes, I can't really speak, as you can tell, because I'm too busy walking quite quickly with a brisk stroll one foot in front of the other trying to get to the pub this is not what you expect when you listen to this week's podcast it's not what I expected there was an earlier bus and it didn't turn up that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it anyway I'm very near the corner once I get around the corner I'll be in the pub you'll hear engines you'll hear Formula 1 fans be less me snivelling I don't know if I'm going to use this bit this might be unusable but it might not, I don't know why you said that, because if I do use it, it's a waste of time. I can't cut it out now, because I'm doing it all in one go, like a grid walk. Oh dear, here we go. I'm nearly here at the Apri Bar. People here, oh, I didn't hear that swearing. Right, hopefully they'll let me in. I'm at the door, the door is opening, and coming in, I hear engines. Where are we today? This looks like we're downstairs. We're on lap 25 of 53 who is here in the pubs. Oh, Rachel's here. Hello, Rachel. I've been starting already. What, what have I missed? Um, you've missed quite a bit. You've missed a crash um, where um, Grosjean calls, so he clearly hasn't learned from past experiences. Another band for him, then. I'm going to sit down and have a little rest. You talk for a bit. <laughs> Hello, people. I made it. I'm sure people care. Uh, where's Peter? He's over there. Oh, I better talk to Peter. Okay. And quickly, uh, Grosjean crashed. Grosjean caused a crash. Alonso's out, I hear. Yes, and so is Rosberg. And Grosjean had a 10-second penalty for that. Ooh, that could, will that be all his penalty? Uh, possibly. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the harshest one you can get other than being banned. So it's true. And it, yeah, fair enough. I'll go and talk to Peter. I've made it, Peter. I'm knackered. Can you talk for a bit? Because I'm knackered. Yeah, I'll talk for a little while. How was your journey here? Don't start me off. I'll talk to you afterwards. But I'm just going to quickly, yeah, I, I heard there was a crash. 
Um, there was. There was a, a, a Raikkonen versus Alonso incident going into turn one. Yes. Um, Alonso already had a puncture when he went off into the gravel. Um, and all a bit of chaos, but that's opened up the championship quite surprisingly. It would do, wouldn't it? Yes. And uh, now we see on that 25, so I've missed too much. I've, oh, well, half the race I've missed, basically. You missed uh, Sergio Perez going off trying to pass Lewis Hamilton at the hairpin. He was out of control before he got there. Um, <laughs> Have a look at his next year's seat, was he? Uh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, all, all pretty dramatic so far. Good yeah, race. There's lots of silly season we've got to talk about as well. But yes, I'll, uh, I'll shut up now and we'll go straight to the after race discussion. So we'll skip forward in time. If you'd like to join in the fun with the podcast or just find out where Formula One is being shown in your local area, log on to www.f1inpubs.co.uk or follow at F1inpubs on Twitter. Listen to the crowd. Even the third place gets the Japanese fans on their feet. For Kobayashi, that was a nice uh, finish. Vettel wins, Massa second, and Kobayashi third. No one really could have predicted that podium, apart from the winner. <laughs> that was a bit of a stupid thing to say. But yes, I finally made it, I'm finally here, and I saw at least half the race, so that was worth it. Um, yeah, I'm Paul, Rachel's here, she can be substitute managed once again. Hello, Rachel. Hello. And uh, what did you think of that race, Rachel? I thought it was quite good. I mean, I mean, you, you quite possibly missed the best bit, but... <laughs> I'll find out. I'm about to see some replays, hopefully now, so I'll probably react to them as if it was live. But uh, yeah, we had quite a nice little gathering here for 7 a.m. on a on a Sunday morning. Goodness gracious! And we've got to do it again next week. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, this, uh, this we can go around. You can be substitute manager. We can talk to people. But uh, we've got a few people to talk to. We've got some even some new people um, here today. So yeah, what we can say. I mean, I only saw half the race, and it was a nice little finish, but it didn't look like the greatest race in the world. I mean, Vettel took the lead early on and he stayed there and then the rest of the racing was down to from two to what, whatever. It's almost like it was a race from last year. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Vettel seems to like Suzuka, so... I'm sorry. All the drivers love Suzuka. It's one of those tracks that are designed, and this is a debate I've had before, but uh, I've debated this all night, actually, with uh, certain pe- people I've been in a chat with all night, so, but uh, on Bathurst, shall I say. I uh, don't want to give you any kind of worries about what I was doing all night, but I was watching motorsport all night. But uh, someone's getting the coat on, so we'll get his in- opinion immediately. But yeah, tracks that are driver's tracks versus tracks that are overtaking tracks. Gareth, come on, give us an opinion first. You got your coat on, are you going that quickly? Oh, no, I was just getting a bit cold. Oh, that's fair enough. I've got worried you're going to leave us and not give us your opinion. So what did you think of that race? Yeah, I thought it was quite a good race. I think um, we were stolen a few of the good battles, especially with Alonso going out so early. He always gives a good race. And um, also, I think... Reducing the size of the DRS zone for this for this year also lost us an opportunity for some of the other drivers to make their way through the pack. Does that mean, I mean DRS is a bit of a contentious Marmite subject? Though personally, I can take or leave Marmite. Um, it's just an advertising campaign, you know. It's not really the end of the world. But you know, are you in favour of the DRS as a whole? Yeah, I'm definitely in favour of the DRS as a whole because I think a lot of the time drivers are going quick enough to get past. But there's no opportunity to because of the way the aerodynamics works. I think the DRS just allows it to happen, and I'm, I'm definitely in favour of that. So, uh, the start crash, probably the biggest topic of the day. Who do you think was at fault for that one? Probably an easy decision, isn't it? 
Well, I don't think anyone can be blamed for Alonso spinning out. I think that was completely his own fault. Um, but I do still think Grosjean is just... He doesn't have the skill to take a first corner, I don't think. Yeah, it's, not a good, it's not a start about a Grosjean incident somehow. Do you reckon there'll be any further penalty or the, the drive-through was enough? Well, he had a stop and go, so it was, it was the harshest thing they could give him, really. Um, I don't know if they're going to bring back another race ban for him. I find that was quite funny. But. Depends if he's still under actual suspension or anything since his last crash but yeah stop and go I haven't thought of the last time when were we last seen a stop and go can anyone think of that I can't remember I put you all on the spot okay sorry <laughs> okay statisticians we can't have it off the top of our head I'm sure someone could just go click and I know but uh, I don't know uh, we've got a lot of people to talk about a lot of things to talk about of course flawless performance of Vettel not much to talk about from Vettel apart from the fact that he just cannot slow him down at the end of a race he will not stop Vettel cannot be stopped We'll see the finger, great, you know, people make jokes about the finger, but apart from the fact that one day he will blow up a car that needs to be nursed because he just cannot be stopped. And, and that's a, you know, it's a debatable, that's a good thing. That's why he's so dominant in Formula One. But also sometimes that will, there's the finger, and <laughs> there it was. One time that will come back to haunt him, but it's not today. He's done a fantastic job and uh, sadly too good from a fan's point of view. We're not getting in the excitement we deserved. It was a bit of a, apart from Jensen and Kamui at the end, there it wasn't the greatest race. But, you know, Michael Schumacher's had a try to uh, liven things up. This is just the bits I've saw, so I'm going to talk about. So, yeah, um, what was your highlight? Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard, really, because it wasn't really a, a race of standout performances. I think yeah. everyone did their part and... But I mean, Suzuka isn't a place where you'll see many overtaking. So Lewis had, uh, come in we can. <laughs> but Lewis, uh, Lewis had a bit of an ominous face. Do you reckon he's given up? Um, had his eye on his other team? I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean the overtake that he did on Raikkonen as soon as he came out of the pit lane yeah. was impressive. Very brave. But then again, he was caught by Perez towards the start of the race with with a, with a great overtake from the man who's replacing him at McLaren. That shows a bit of a different Lewis Hamilton to Lewis of three or four years ago. I think that he would have turned in a few years ago. But now we've got a Lewis that will, you know, think about the long game and maybe he's thinking about the longer game and the Mercedes game rather than the McLaren game. But hey, you know, that's just uh, one point of view. We'll get some more points of view, I think. you got something else? To go on then. What are you just doing, waving your finger at me? Are you doing a Vettel? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a Vettel. I'm, I'm basically saying about Lewis Hamilton that he's matured as a driver and maybe we'll see that from Vettel in the years to come. I think Vettel's mature enough, thank you. I don't think we need... He's probably on the cusp of winning three titles in a row. How much more mature do you want? But, you know... We don't know yet. There's still a close championship battle, and it will go down to last race, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. I still think it's Alonso's to lose, really. I mean, I mean, other than the crash today, I think Alonso's still the better driver. But he's not in. The, he's in like the third fastest car. So is that enough now? It, it is quite possibly because he's got the talent as a driver. It's. It, it's it's always the case of car quality versus and, and driver quality. You've just got to have that happen. Right, Miss Alonso, are you auditioning for a, 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 a go at his wife? I don't know, I'm talking about, I'm just too tired. Would you like to be Alonso's wife? Are you that much of a fangirl? No. Good. Do you like him at all? No. Oh, you just think he's, oh. <laughs> but yeah, driving it is fine. I was going to go with some, I'm not as, I'm not really with it as much as I would be. Imagine that was a funnier joke and go with it. Oh, yeah, I know, there's no difference really, but yeah, that was hilarious in my head and it didn't come out. Oh, wow. I'm going to talk to people actually. Let's go talk to people. Yeah, let's go talk to actual people. We'll go, I don't know if to go left or right, but I'm going to come over to Darv. He's been he's a, he's been here before. Hello, Dar is it Darv? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. No answer. I'll just guess. And he's covering his sticker, so I don't know. I'm just going to guess. But yeah, um, you know, what did you think of that race? Not a classic, but not bad. Not a bad race at all, to be honest. I'm quite 
disappointed with Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, but is he thinking long game Mercedes or is he thinking there was nothing for him in that race so let's just get the car home? There was something for him. I reckon McLaren should have told Jensen wanted to move out the way. Yeah, but he was, would have been better if he, McLaren for the team would have had a go. At, he couldn't give up overtaking ahead. Maybe on the last lap, yeah, but so you think there should be a team game and they should all put their, their pieces behind the Lewis Hamilton chessboard. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. They should back Lewis Hamilton for the championship. They should back him, yeah. I couldn't see Jensen Button catching Kamui, but I couldn't see him passing him. Yeah, true. He had dedication. It was so close. It's nice to see a battle on the last lap. It's, it's, I'm still quite a, a long-term Formula 1 fan when there was a battle towards the end of the race. I'm thinking, what race is... This is rare. You don't need a wet race for that to happen normally in the past of Formula 1. But yeah, I mean, start crash. Who did you see? What did you see about that? I have no idea what happened at the start. I didn't even see it. You're not here either? I was here, but <laughs> I blinked and it was all over. Oh, well, I, I could say I wish I was. I could have swapped with you because I would have seen it if I was here. But uh, no, do you, do you think the, the stop-go penalty is quite extreme for Formula 1? Do you reckon that'll be it for Grosjean or do you reckon they'll slap him a bit further? Um, it was a bit extreme. I don't see it was his fault, to be honest. Really? That's yeah. the first I've heard about that. I can't wait to see this incident. I'm just asking questions blind here, but you know, I'm good at it. But yeah, I mean, there is no blame anywhere to be apportioned in your view? For Roman Grosjean, no. I, from the replay, the one replay I saw, I didn't see it was his fault. But the amount of accidents he gets involved with. At the start, yeah, I agree. He's a bit extreme. So maybe he just needs to calm down and think of the long game, as we keep saying. Maybe he'll grow up like Lewis did. So I can hear the crowd. That's, uh, that's them chanting Kamui or Kobayashi or something. I can't quite hear it because I'm podcasting. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, what would you rate the race overall? <laughs> Vettel's great performance. There's a bit of battling, but what would you say? Are you just a, you're just a McLaren fanboy and it's nothing else? Or would, you know, yeah, if McLaren's had both crashed out at the start, would you have gone home? Possibly. All oh, right, well then. <laughs> you're not a fan of the sport. Forget it. <laughs> okay, yeah, here he is. He's on the podium now. He's, has he won? Kobayashi's won, according to the fans. <laughs> this is a win for him, to be honest. It is, to be fair. And he, he is out of contract, so, you know, he might be in... Uh, this performance might get him a, a drive for next year. And he probably deserves it. Hopefully he does. He's Hopefully a, he's a, he does a deserve it. driver. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And we know it's someone who's exciting and he, he can work his tyres and he's got overtaking abilities, so we want him in the sport. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you you back next week for the... Uh, is uh, Where are we next week? Korea, isn't it? You back next week for the Korea race? I have no idea. <laughs> this exact same time as well. <laughs> I know, I'll probably be asleep. I know. You've been up all night or you've just woken up for it? I woke up about four o'clock. Yeah, so the way, isn't it? It's just it's a weird atmosphere and I've been up all night and everyone else has got up, so I've seen... I'm at a different end of the day than you lot. I'm gonna, probably going to go to bed after this. I think our Gareth is going to leave now. But uh, I know he's still just shuffling in his seat. He might fall asleep. And we do have other people here. I won't just annoy people I've already talked to. Sarah and Emily. Hello. I'm going to interrupt. What? I just I, I talk all the way through the anthem. You're not having a chat. I, I don't care. You're not here to chat. You're here to chat to me, okay? Oh, okay, so you're, who are you here supporting today? Vettel. And it's for Vettel you got out of bed at 4am or at least stayed up. Which did you do? Stayed up or got out of bed? Oh, uh, I, I got up at five, especially, but yeah. I only had a 30 second walk. <laughs> and the prospect of Emily outside the door at half past six waiting. So. And if Beto hadn't been on pole, would you be here? <laughs> yeah, of course I would. Yeah, because I've seen you in a few races. And when was the last one you came to? Was it when Beto won? <laughs> sort of a letter. A vet- I am not fair weather. No, I know if it, if he's not on pole, then I'll watch it from bed. <laughs> so we're going to think about. Are you going to apply that to next week as well? 
Yeah, you can tell where I am. I'll either be in bed or the pub, depending on your <laughs> That's a life. That's a great life, actually. Oh, do you know what we were talking about earlier? You know the bit where oh, the... You, you want to ask your question, don't you? No, no, no. I'm, oh. no, I'm going to talk about something else. You know the bit where they are in the room, the holding room before this? Yes, yes, yes. On all their sponsorship. Like, they put on their watch and their whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were thinking about if, if Hamilton wins next year, it'll take, like, 40 minutes just to get all the new sponsorship <laughs> gear on. You'll be going, wait a sec, I've just got to put on my sunglasses and my watch and my this and my that. Oh, she's making some sort of bling joke. Probably racist. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? Oh, I've had no sleep. I'm going to call anyone anything. You're racist, you're fair weather. Okay, what else can I do? He's a McLaren fan. Anyway, <laughs> what? No, no. We, t- we claim... Yeah, you know, you're right. You, the main reason he moved, I was only joking. I'll take it back. I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll probably edit it. <laughs> I edit it out. No one will know. I'll edit it right out. No one will ever know. But yeah. Sleep next week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to sleep before this. So we know Bathurst to keep me up all night. So yeah, I'll probably will sleep. No one knows what Bathurst is when they look at me weirdly. Go on, we claim, com- we claim some credibility that I ruined for you and, and ask you a question that you wanted to know. Um, yes, we wanted to know if you got run over by a Formula One car, would you break any bones in your foot? And I went deep into this because we're talking during the race because, you know, we had time during that race. It wasn't the greatest. But um, I thought if, if you're a front jack man and the front wheel you know, was pushed over you, no. Know, if the rear wheel spun over you because it has power and is spinning and it will come from further back, yes. So if you're a front jack man and the front wheel runs over you, no. But if the rear wheel gets to you, yes. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that it might also make a difference whether you had Mark Webber being really big and tall or Kobayashi in the car. That might affect it as well. So you don't think you don't think the massive engine has anything to do with that? The weight of the engine or other things? No, I have a It's got to do with body mass index. <laughs> okay, so you're saying have a big diet, go on the OMG diet or something like that before you run over people's foot. Yeah, it depends on whether the driver's been low-carbing. <laughs> well, there's a low-carb... No, that's, there's going to be a whole carbo, carbon dioxide-based joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's got, now we're talking about diets on a Formula One podcast. 6am to talk about low-carbing. I'm coming round because I'm, I'm nowhere near you and I'm hurting my arms are stretching. But yeah, apart from carbs and diets, did you enjoy the race? Both of you. One at a time, though. Uh, you. <laughs> I enjoyed the start, and then uh, I had a bit of breakfast. <laughs> Even uh, the Vettel fan got bored. Yeah. Even the Vettel fan didn't want to watch it after the start. Yeah, I think you jinxed it by turning up. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. So basically, you enjoyed the crash. <laughs> now painting you into a crash fan corner. Are you happy? Uh, yeah, so I'm a fair weather crash fan. Yes, Thanks. you're a racist. <laughs> yes, I'm a racist. But ask us questions. A racist to ask us questions. Yeah, no, I'm, I enjoyed it. I'm a little disappointed for Lotus today. Um, and I seem to, I uh, went to the loo and came up and they'd been <laughs> overtaken and then they were overtaken again and then Grosjean got, got knocked out. But they're, they're not doing badly. And the last, your, your podcast too late. It was the last one we obsessed with over pit stop strategies. It was a long race and we had to all plan our two-stop strategy so we missed things so yeah that, we should have been here two weeks ago and my pit stop strategy is well enough yeah. but um i was quite uh chuffed with button i thought he did really well considering where he started yeah. and uh, and i just like the fact that the championship's really wide open now so yeah better race for the championship than it was a race itself so yeah better race for the title than it was for the cup of japan whatever you call it i'm really tired we don't know this um <laughs> so, yeah so who was your driver of the race then there's actually a few candidates. It was quite a standard race, but who should drive? Gareth, we didn't ask you. Gareth's going to be sick, probably. 
Gareth, quickly, we did, I know we've covered you, but who was your driver of the race? Who's my driver of the race? Um, I think Kobashi. Yeah, just yeah. for not overtaking and holding off? Or? No, just because I think he drove like um, a very mature race and he just quietly got on with it and defended his place the whole way through, never let Burton pass. And I mean, the McLaren's arguably the fastest car on the grid at the moment and in his Sauber, he just kept him at bay, so I think it's very impressive. These drivers are motivated when their contract's up in the air, aren't they? It's the Eddie Irvine trick. I'm going to wait until my contract's done and then I'll go fast. But yeah, would you see him in the sport next year? Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, I think especially there are lots of Japanese fans in the sports and it's good for them to have a driver to support in it. And I, I think he always, uh, not so much today, but normally he's quite a banzai overtaker, so it's good to have that in the race as well. Okay, cool. I'll let you go back to where you were going. I won't say where it was. No, don't say that. <laughs> no one heard that. Okay, Sarah. Oh, the podium's not that interesting compared to me. Let's hear your opinions, not John Lace's opinion. Who's your driver of the race? I'm disappointed that Weber went out so soon, which is a bit of a yep, shame. True. So just, just, <coughs> can't speak. just Red Bull you're here for? Um, pretty much, yeah. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, he can't slow that battle down at the end of a race. When he thinks he's got the race won, he still won't slow down. No, once he's out in front, he's hard to beat. Yeah, true. So what? Yeah, so no one else stuck out, stood out for you today. Oh, well, Ashley is. Well. I'm very, I'm happy that I was trying, I was willing, but not to uh, overtake <laughs> Kobayashi because I did want to see him on the podium. So I'm very pleased about that. Did, I think Formula One fans are coming complacent. They're wishing for no overtaking at an end of a race because they'd rather see Kobayashi on the podium at home. Uh, yeah, Emily, your driver of the race. Um, I'd go with Kobayashi. I think he. I actually wondered whether it was a bit of a, a running him on a whiff of a fuel rag to, uh, to to get him out front for a bit of Japanese attention. But that's a bit cynical of me because he's still there at the end on the podium. So good yep. going. I never anything. Jensen was closing him down, so he wasn't exactly low on fuel. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was just literally a very early morning thought. Going back to when they used to do things like that yeah. for a bit of a, a bit of attention. But no, I thought he did really well holding them off. Okay. Cheers, so I've got the driver of the day, it's mainly Kobayashi, but with a couple of Vettels. Uh, did we ask your driver of the day, Rachel? No, you didn't. Who's your driver of the day, Rachel? I'd say Massa, I, think, I, thought, I thought he did quite well. I mean, Underrated he, performance, yes. Yeah, he's, he's a decent driver and, and he did well to finish second. He didn't get on TV much, did he? At least I didn't see him that much. So, obviously he did... Uh, a good job but not really a spectacular job so it didn't get much TV coverage uh, well no because I mean there were the battles between Senna and Grosjean and, and so on and so forth but um, Massa did his job quietly and he did it well and it's great to see him on the podium again see someone from Mercedes-Benz coat I might want to go talk to him should we go talk to the Mercedes-Benz man I'm sure he's got something to say about this race go on tap him on the shoulder come on come on be my PA let's ask him a question go on excuse me Hello, with a podcast. Hello. Hello there. You're Andy. Yes, I am. I can see you. And you're in a Mercedes-Benz coat. Yes. So you must have mixed feelings about today's race. I don't know. Um, it's a Mercedes. Uh, you know, Mercedes has got a lot of places on the grid. Vettel was obviously a lot faster than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, deserved the place, you know. So but what? What? how far did your allegiance go? What? How come you're in that coat? Did you buy that coat? Are you a Mercedes worker? No, no. It, my brother works for oh. high-performance engines in Brixworth. Oh, nice. And it's his old... Uh, corporate uniform which is they've changed it so I, I nicked it off him any secrets you can tell us he tells you through the grapevine you text him when Lewis Hamilton was going to sign you knew uh, before he the tell, he tells me a lot but I'm not allowed to repeat yeah. it did you know before we did though 
about Lewis? Uh, no, they, they, I know that the workforce were told about two minutes before it went public, <laughs> wow. literally, literally. Yeah. two minutes before the press release okay. went out, they, yeah. they knew, they were told. So. In these days of tweets and texts and that, you're not yeah. going to keep that secret for too long. So he wasn't spied at, at this factory or anything like that? Um, well, of course he'd be at the factory, the, all the drivers are at the factory occasionally, oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. they all use Mercedes engines. So, so how far does your loyalty go? Does it, you support McLaren as well? Uh, yes. For next year or two? Um, yeah, I, I, like, I like to see them all. You know, uh, I support the Mercedes engines generally. I'd like to see Force India do well as well. So. Oh, wow, you've got so many teams to support. You're supporting half yeah, yeah. the damn grid. It's not, that's cheating, really. <laughs> Whichever one's in front, yeah, they'll do. But yeah, what did you think of the race? It wasn't a classic, but uh, it, was, it bubbled under, didn't it? It was more exciting than I thought it was going to be after watching the qualifying. <laughs> and what, where are you from originally? Sorry. I'm from Solihull. So you've not come far, but you've come up. Did you stay up all night or did you get up for this? No, I got up early. You got up. And just for this, a Mercedes, hope of a Mercedes good performance brought you here? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Is this your first time here? Uh, no, I, I was here for the first race of the season. So you were, do you work nights? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to get up early. <laughs> <laughs> Only here for these Skylark races. Yeah, because I've not seen you before and I've, I've been here since Bahrain. But uh, yeah, so you, will you be back at a normal time, do you reckon? Uh, yes, I'm, I won't be coming up for the, for, for the Korean, oh. but I'll be here for the. Is it the engine after that? Engine after that, yeah, I think yeah. it's a 9 a.m. sort of yeah. start. I, the ones on the BBC, I tend to stay at home. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> like that we like to, we like a regular social atmosphere but yeah so what do you, what do you think going forward who do you reckon is going to win this championship yeah, it's up in the air I, I think it'll go down to Brazil and then you, no Mercedes secrets you text me a Mercedes secret for next time uh, I'll I'll discuss it with my brother and see what he can release <laughs> not much to say because I think their drivers are, are pretty signed so yeah unless you know anything no, 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 no I'll, let you, I'll, I'll be back at India for some secrets. So you go research for me. Okay, then I'll get an F1 podcast exclusive. Okay. Okay, then. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'm with Paul, by the way. Listen to the. I'll be here. Follow me on Twitter. Hello. That's nice. I had a, an almost got a secret there because we have had someone from Mercedes at the very first podcast. If you go back and listen to it, um, worked for Mercedes, was German, give it away, but uh, uh, worked here in England and came down to the Bahrain Grand Prix. So we do have sometimes have these exclusives with team members. Ah, I'm going to pause. Right, I'm back now. Vicky, and we're over here on your table, and this is what I call the head table, because you uh, have been involved co-running this thing sometimes, and Peter's coming back to the head table, so we'll talk to the, we'll come to, come to the bosses. Oh no, Peter's gone, he's gone to talk to the, uh, the Mercedes Andy we just talked to. I'm sure there's other people at Mercedes called Andy, but this is the one we got in Birmingham. Anyway, I'll talk to you about your thoughts on the race. Uh, you're technically, uh, are you a McLaren fan or just a Lewis fan? Well, I'm both, but I shall follow Lewis to Mercedes, of course. So. Of course, next year, okay. So go and, get, go and steal his jacket, because you have to start sizing up this merchandise that you're not really used to looking at. So used to looking at it quite dispassionately, the Mercedes merchandise. You can't hear me at all. That, what have you been doing all night? I never heard a word of that, really. Sorry. Doesn't matter, it weren't great. <laughs> I was going to say, what did you think of the race? Um, I thought it, uh, I don't think Lewis was very racy today. Yeah. I thought he was, uh, he lost so much time, almost seemed to go backwards, didn't seem to have the fight in him, don't know why. Um, uh, so um, I think we do know why. <laughs> well, you know, I'd like to think he was still racing for the championship. I'm really glad that Alonso went out just for the championship. Um, a bit of talk earlier on. Um, should McLaren have allowed Jensen to have a run at Kamui, or should he have let Lewis through for the championship? Let Lewis pass for the championship, Jensen, please. 
Uh, no, because he was nowhere near. If he was a second behind, maybe there would have been an argument. But he was seven, then nine, then sixteen, I think, at the end. So no, not he didn't deserve it. But he wasn't completely without fire because he did make a nice move coming out of the pits on Kimmy. Yes, which was a joy to yeah. see. <laughs> we needed some action in the race, didn't we? Well, we did, and it was a good move, and uh, I'm glad it was on Kimmy. Uh-huh. Just hate people that used to sit in that seat, was it? <laughs> no, I just think Kimmy's, uh, yeah, I think he's uh, overrated. We had uh, Heki Kovalainen and holding up a McLaren early one, a bit bitter for me, he used to sit in that seat as well, so. But yeah, um, can't take everything away from Vettel today, though. Well, you know, he uh, he didn't have any challenge. He ch- went around and uh, yeah, there was no one anywhere near him. I'm pleased for Kamui though. I think that oh, was yeah. good. That everyone had a really popular podium. Um, so yeah, it was okay. Une- une- well, it wasn't uneventful, but uh, the bit that you saw was uneventful. <laughs> Stop it! Leave me alone. I've had people all night on Skype te- teasing me about when I went to the toilet on watching Bathurst and, you know, things happened when I was not in the room. And, you know, I, I don't come here as a start crash. I get here. I saw, okay, I saw about four overtakes. Not the end of the world. I think that's what you get for living in Coventry. <laughs> I don't live in Coventry. Don't start me off. Anyway, yeah, oh, I want to talk to Peter and he's gone over there. Peter, get your opinions here. It's Peter's turn. I think you need to end with the boss. We haven't heard from, we've heard from everyone else and it's been uh, a good day. I mean, did you expect more of a turnout or it's been a good, isn't it? Yeah, no, actually, I'm surprised because it, it, it's not a BBC race. And, um, I know it was early, but um, we were here, so come on. <laughs> Even Manish is not here. I'm not happy with Manish. Manish is, I don't know, sleeping, driving. No, he's had a work placement for two weeks. So I think he might still be in London, for we know. He might actually be with Chris in London, for we know. I haven't checked the hashtag. Let me have a look. Uh, I know Laura's been tweeting like a good one. Yes. Laura Fisher. Uh, thank you, Laura. So let's have a little look. Oh, I've, coming over here has ruined the hashtag. I need to come and sit over there. Let's, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I'm talking to the hashtag now. Tweet me, and then I'll, I'll read out your things. Tweet me. Tweet you? Yeah, because can't, you can't hear me, apparently. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so fine. I can, get, I can get Wi-Fi over here. Rachel, come on. You're sitting over there. I'm going to talk to Peter. Hello, Peter. I've already done them. I've already done these two. Emily, no? Oh, I've interrupted. Sorry. I need to talk to Peter. He's the last person I haven't talked to. Sorry to interrupt. I'm just rude and I haven't slept. So anyway, Peter. What are your thoughts on the race? Um, I was, uh, I'm really, really happy at this point to, to have seen uh, Kamui Kobayashi get on the podium. Um, I think that's what he would have wished for at the start of the race. He kept his position. He did a great race. He hung on to, hung on to his tyres very well. Um, and, yeah, really good. Um, the, the championship position is fascinating. Um, you know, we've got Vettel actually doing his thing. And he wasn't doing it as much as he was doing it in 2011, but it seems to be enough. It was a 2011 style race, wasn't it? Him zooming off ahead, the action was behind. That's the thing, it was only a Renault alternator problem that was going to stop him, really. Haha, <laughs> were you wishing for that? <laughs> you, n- you never know. I mean, it, 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 he retired from the lead in Valencia. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I remember him being so annoyed at the time. And, you know, you're kind of thinking, well, why are you annoyed? You're not, you know, you're nowhere in the championship, relatively speaking. But if he'd not had that failure in Valencia, he'd be leading the championship by now. Yeah. True, and everyone still thinks that Alonso is still, it's still Alonso's championship to lose, but the way Red Bull are going, is it? Um, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Mass has shown that, that, that Ferrari had potentially a car that could, you know, could do second or better. 
uh, in this race. And that's in Massa's hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I, I'm a, I firm, firmly believe that the last time Massa drove well was um, when he was unconscious. So. Oh, I'm at, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> you get me in trouble legally, you're going to pay the bill, right? Uh, yeah, that's fine. No, I, I just, I, I've never really rated Massa, but yeah, for him to come second just shows what that car can do. So. It's going to be a great fight. It was a low-key performance for Massa. It wasn't, you know, didn't get on TV much, but it, it was a solid job. Stick it there in second, get out of the way of everybody, get clear at the pit stops, and run off. Great. He's having a great end to the season because Monza as well, he was right up there. So he's ahead of Alonso before his tyres went off, and we all had that. Um, we've, so we just got it tweets on the hashtag, and obviously Chris is thanking everyone for turning out. I think London had a, a, a quite a fair turnout. That's quite good. Um, yes, law officials are podcast hashtag angel. Ooh. Safety car. Um, yeah, we're a bit debris on track over there. But yeah, we've got uh, Law Fisher saying scenes in Japan, s- chanting for Kamui, absolutely charming, which is nice. And uh, Pagan underscore Panda, oh, just retweeting Chris. That's Everyone's just retweeting Chris. Tiani80 uh, says, Well done, Kobayashi. If anyone deserves a home podium, it's you. This is That's what F1 is all about. Uh, Shani. Would you say Shani or Siani? I think Shani. I'm going to go for that. It might be for F1 in Cardiff. Uh, Andy GF1 was uh, pointing out Weber's strategy. So it's, it's very active, this hashtag. For 7am, maybe more people are just sitting at home tweeting instead of actually being out. But, you know, yeah, you can't help it. But, you know, still thank you to everyone on the hashtag. And uh, we this is our life's blood, really, for everyone who's everywhere. You did a little... You right there, Rich. You said something, did you have something exciting to say? I thought you just went... No. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. Did you, were you reading the hashtag? Oh, right, sorry. I, really, <laughs> I thought you were saying, I've got something to say, but you were just sort of sneezing. Well, that's embarrassing. I'm not quite with it this morning. I've said that like 17 times. Everyone's bored of hearing that now. I missed the start. Did I miss the best bit of the race? I think you missed the most significant bit of the race. Um, it was fascinating to see. And, you know, I'm just been thinking back. It's been, you know, best part of 20 years I've been getting up at stupid o'clock to, to watch the Japanese Grand Prix in particular because it was always the season decider so often in the early 90s. Um, and, you know, it just brings back all those memories of what makes Formula 1 so exciting, you know, that the race kicking off in Japan millions of miles away and, uh, you know, all of us sitting around the TVs watching it. And it makes a big difference now. I mean, you know, we're all sitting around the TVs, you know, years ago on our own and now we can... You know, use use Twitter and talk about it together, and um, and and also gather in the pubs as well. So it's great. Ever sport that needs social interaction to understand things. It's Formula One. We have fans of all levels experience. So like we say, we have questions from people who are like new to the sport, and yet they ask good questions. I'm asking you the question that we had from Emily earlier. Um, if if you were a front jackman, would a, a, a tire be enough to break your foot? And surely, and I'm thinking about it now, surely they give them foot protectors and, and hard wood, hard steel toe cap boots and all that. I've not really looked at it. I know they've got to move quickly, but this is something we can add to the... If you can answer this in the week, we'll answer it next week in the podcast. But if has anyone... Would you break your feet if you are run over by a film on tyre? And I think front wheel, no, rear wheel, yes, was my answer. <laughs> yes, I'm not specific about it, but what do you, what do you think there? Yeah, I think there's been a couple of incidents where people have broken the, their legs yeah. in, in a pit stop related incident. I, think I mean, it depends what phase of the pit stop. I think we're sort of assuming from a standing start, if the car's already stopped. I think if the car's coming in at you, yeah, you can break your foot. But I don't, I don't, either way, I don't want to be the person that experiments. I don't want to be the person that says, 
hey, you know what, try it on my foot. But I think they should give them, yeah, there should be some sort of safety footwear, shouldn't there? I'm sure they've got steel toe cap boots and at the very least shin pads. But I've got, um, I've, I've got a, uh, an F1 tyre at home. Ah. Um, you are going to experiment. Thank you. You can answer it next week. I'll ask you. And it's, you know, it's not a light piece of kit. And even, no. if, even though the wheels are very light alloy, they're still carrying a lot of momentum. So it would be enough, in my view, to, you know, you, you, you know it's... If a swan can do it, then a <laughs> <laughs> front tyre can do it. Would you drop it on a crate of eggs for us before next week <laughs> yeah. to experiment? We'll, we'll give that a go as well. Don't really know what that's going to experiment. A crate of eggs is nothing like a foot, but you know, what's that going to get? What's that going to prove? But I still want to know. But yeah, I mean, uh, that was a, I had a good question then, but that's the sort of question we get on F1 in pubs. We don't ask, we don't ask the technical questions. We don't ask the boring questions. We ask the, the pointless questions, but it has happened before, and we need to know these things, I think. So... Uh, yeah, if anyone can answer that by next week, anyone wants to test, don't test it, don't break your foot. We don't sponsor breaking a foot here at the F1 in Pubscast, but we do test, we do support experimenting and science because that's what gives you Formula that's what Formula's based on, uh, testing. I don't know, I'm really tired, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> it might just be the time for end, but yeah, next week, same again. Next week, um, yes, uh, it's going to be a 6am meet-up for a 7am race start in oh, Korea. Why won't give me a lift? I'm in trouble. Getting here's an issue. Yes, we'll, we'll talk later, Rachel. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put an appeal out for you. Yeah. But yeah, another one in taxes. Nick, we have a taxi phone. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, and another appeal from me, really. Just um, especially if you're in Birmingham or the Midlands area, please do come along and support F1 in pubs. We have a great, great venue here, which opens up for us and provides beer and breakfasts and a great atmosphere for us all to meet up. Please do support the concept and bring along a friend um, and t- t- come and tell your mates and yeah, bring a mate to motorsport. Nice. It's like shower, it's like the 70s shower with friends or whatever it was. Yeah, bring a mate to motorsport could be our new slogan. Yeah. So please do come along. Uh, it's always a friendly crowd. We've had uh, a, a couple of first time members uh, come along and, uh, you know, uh, our new friend Archie's won the raffle tonight. So. Uh, <laughs> yes. So yeah, but it's it's a great thing. Please do come along it's and amazing. support. We do have a huge amount of people that do come. Just they don't all come at once. It sort of rotates round. Yeah. I mean, we, we know people like Kerry and everyone that comes and and you know, Manish isn't here. And if we could, I could name them all. It could go on. For, it would be a longer podcast if I did. It would like two hours. But if they all came at once, I think we'd have to have another venue because there's that many people. We kind of I think we're lucky that they don't all come in one go. Yeah, and um, I'm voter that I'm not aware of. That's what I'm asking really. Well, I don't know. I think we're we're, we're going to have a big blowout. I think for, at the end of the season for the Brazilian Grand Prix we're oh, in a Pirelli tyre <laughs> yeah. so it's going to be a, a, a lot of fun I mean it, it's going to be fancy dress I think we're going to borrow uh, borrow our friends um, um, <laughs> our friends ideas about going for the John Button theme um, and, and, and that's building a lot of momentum um, so uh, I still think Autosport is a good place for us to meet up as well because it's in Birmingham and there's a load of racing people there so racing car show true but for the last race of the season we'll have a bit of a blowout oh, ourselves yeah yeah. yeah yeah of course and it'll be a reasonable time yeah <laughs> good that's the plans of the future then but uh, yeah that's uh, the championship will definitely go down to the wire so there's no there's no question about that now it's definitely going to be a last race Brazil finale um, last final thoughts anyone anything else anyone has desperately a final thought to get out there no everyone's just too tired but yeah this time next week we'll be doing it all again I think I'm going to sleep next week before and get here on time those are my two priorities it'll be a better race appeal for you so you can get a lift staff taxi 
yeah, possibly. Yeah, right. You don't look at me. Like, you're saying that because recordings. As soon as I press start, you're like, yeah, go, yeah, right. No, no, no. It starts. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy another drink, I promise. Okay, I'll go to the bar. Oh, dear. Okay. Anyway, we're going to look at the start now. I need to see this because I missed it. So thank you, everyone, for lovely podcasting. We'll uh, be back, hopefully, with Manish and all the usual crew for Korea and then India and then America. And then Brazil. Have I missed anything out there? Probably. Anyway. Anyone? Yeah. Right. So they're playing the start. I'm going to catch up what I missed. Thank you for a slightly odd podcast for this time in the morning, but we got through it. And thank you. Uh, we'll see you again in Korea in one week's time. F1 in pubs. The podcast that gets everyone talking on it as well as about it. <laughs>